Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Dust. Question Dust. over here. When an artist only has one song, your entire understanding of them comes from that song. And when a second song comes out, that's a whole new side to them. A whole new world. Josh, are you dating Taylor Swift? Tell us about the new single. I think it's my best song to date. It tackles a really important topic, and I finally got to work with Mike Hanford. Dots. Experience dots in a whole new way. Something's wrong. The new single from Dots featuring Mike Hanford. Available now. Hey folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. Hey And Tim Kalpakis. What is up? And we are your hosts... The band, the Sloppy Boys. Ooh, and what a band we are! We've got some music out. Yeah. Ooh, a real ripper from the J Man. Yeah, baby. Dust. That's right. Not a good my man. And you know, this time I got to work with my hero, legendary <laughs> up and coming singer Mike Hanford. Oh. <laughs> Listen to those pipes, Tim. Damn. A real hot young singer. That's so funny to say an up-and-coming singer and then playing the most vocorded auto-tune <laughs> thing ever. Yeah, that's okay. I know, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I wasn't singing there. Anyway, it was a fun time. I can't wait to go on YouTube and look for your isolated vocal, unfiltered. I'll Ooh. put them out. Oh, Jeff, <laughs> people would love that. That would be so fun. Remember when, remember when, uh, we'll, we'll get back to that in a second, but remember mm. when uh, Shia LaBeouf put something out where it was like, him in front of a green screen being like, you could do this. Oh, yeah. Did, yeah. He, he did that on purpose, right? He did a green screen to like... I think he was like meme, anything you want to it. Meme baiting, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it was That's so fun. good. That's fun. And that really motivated me. Those were, those were solid. Yeah, those are all pretty solid. Uh, I haven't seen them in a while. Memers, let's bring those back. <laughs> bring them back. Bring them back. Bring them back. Mm-hmm. And now back to the song. It's a great song. <laughs> It's a hot track. It's a hot summer. Summer is here. Summer has sprung. The hot music is rolling out. It's the mu- It's the summer of music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a lazy little limp along song that you sort of feel in the summertime. Oh, yeah. I know I'm feeling it. I regret 
I regret turning my AC off. Yeah, right it's now. for the it's for the the sort of the dog days, you know. <laughs> yeah, nobody's getting back to you. Everybody's <laughs> letting you hang. Uh, yeah, everyone's got their own thing going on. You fire up something's wrong, featuring Mike Hanford. Dogs. <laughs> I should have picked a. I should have picked a. Uh, uh, name no it's funny <laughs> Dutz featuring Mike Hanford you're right what you're were right. you guys uh what was your collab like <laughs> tell me a little about about the um rapport well Jeff wouldn't let me hold the pencil and he had the pad the whole time <laughs> <laughs> no that was a while ago I think that was we were messed around in uh in the old apartment yeah that was a good long wow. while ago yeah it used to be called Facebook must be down <laughs> And then we got away from Facebook, especially because, like, Facebook was no longer prominent. <laughs> well, Facebook's a disgrace book at this point. I, I, sure, that's true. Sure, sure. Well, they're, they're, they want to be meta the shit now. they pulled with the <laughs> election, the, all the Russian stuff, mind you. Yep. Zuckerberg yep. was in the mix at one point, I recall. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. You cannot say, you can't say that didn't have a direct correlation eventually to the predicament we're in now. Right. <laughs> With this song coming out. What with <laughs> yes. Biden. Uh, Biden in the January 6th. And Hunter. Yeah. Hunter. Every year, January 6th rolls back around. Rolls right around. Mm-hmm. It's six days after New Year's. But Mike, you're you're sort of like the you're sort of like the real singer on that one. You do the chorus, so you're like J Lo yeah. and I'm like yeah. Ja. You're a mace. Oh yeah, Ja. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought she did a thing with Mace too. Ooh, did Mace do something with a with another like Oh, as, singer. A, as like an R&B collab? I thought he did. Mace kind of didn't have... He got out pretty quick. Like, he and P. Diddy did some stuff, and then he became a uh, religious man, I think. A man of the cloth. But, mm-hmm. uh, Mike, you, you did a lot of that singing in my closet. That's right. How about that? That's right. We put the microphone in there, and, uh, well, people don't want to hear about this, but we had a microphone and some foam up. Yeah. You were surrounded by all my favorite clothes. That's right. While I was in there, I was kind of putting some of them on, and I said, my God, this is what it's like. (laughs) Nasty. I'm going to wear this Star Wars shirt. Came out looking like me? Yeah. Take that shit off. (laughs) Take that shit off. You look ridiculous. Wait, what's Jeff's famed uh, Star Wars? I can picture Jeff's X-Men shirt. I can picture Mitch's Empire Strikes Back shirt. That's for sure. The gray one? Jeff's is probably the... His is probably yeah. Mitch's is the gray one. Jeff's is probably the uh, yellow. Uh, not Return of the Jedi. What is it, Jeff? I got a yellow Empire shirt. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Empire. Don't you have a Greedo shot first shirt too. Yeah. <laughs> I have a Han shot second. Well, hey, it's not just me. <laughs> Mitch also has um, probably ten Star Wars shirts. The franchise that he doesn't like, basically. <laughs> sounds <laughs> yeah. Sounds like he likes them quite a bit. You know what your 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 winningest shirt to me, Jeff, is your tie-dyed Modelo shirt. Oh yeah, that's a that's yeah. a banger of a shirt. I take good care of that shirt. That hey, listen to this, <laughs> Modelo this past month or like whatever the rankings are is the number one selling beer right now in the U.S. I heard it beat Bud Light. That's crazy. It beat Bud Light because Bud Light, you know they they every, you know, whatever they, they yeah, put yeah. a rainbow in the can and they had a trans person in an ad and like everyone lost their shit and boycotted. And then I think, then I think Bud Light like went the other way too, and like said, "Oh yeah. no, then we won't do." That. And then like then they lost the Even other more people or so, other yeah. people. Yeah, that's like the Bud Light and Target and companies like that that have then backpedaled. <laughs> it's a mess. It's a messy month, folks. It's mm-hmm. yeah. Not I, for Modelo. I, well, 
Not for Monello. We, we don't want to get political. <laughs> that was an on-mic burp. Yep. <laughs> you don't get a lot of those. Folks, you don't, you don't hear uh, a smart list doing that, no, do you? No, no. Mm-hmm. No, you don't hear the office ladies burping on the mic. Um, it's amazing. Modelo is... Sorry, I was just going to... It's amazing. I, I, it's well said and well uh, trotted territory, but that somebody sees a rainbow on their Bud Light flan- uh, can and is like, "I can't drink this anymore." Is amazing to me. It, like yeah. the 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 like the the brand loyalty and like how steadfast you are in your ways that you can't be like, "Yeah, whatever." They're yeah. Well, they literally think that that means Bud wants to like molest children and right. like indoctrinate children into being gay or trans or whatever. They've been tricked by devious uh, spin doctors. I also love this funny thing about like being anti woke and the way they use the word. Like rem- woke is sort of a clever term when it first came up. Uh, yeah. It's like get woke. So it it started as like an underground thing. Like you're yeah. one of the people who is woke. So it's so funny that then it be, kind of becomes the mainstream. So then there's people that don't, that are, you hear the word only now from people who are anti woke now for yeah. years. Yeah. Um, it's so funny how that shit will happen where it's like, I was, this, here's one that drove me fucking crazy. I, I saw a tweet a while ago where someone was like anti cancel culture and it was saying like, no human being should be canceled. And it was talking about how harsh that is. And it was like, yeah, the first person that said cancel, like that someone was being funny. Yeah, like, sure. you know, like 10 years ago, we started having people like lose their careers because of being bad people. And mm-hmm. probably Paul F. Tompkins or some funny person was like, that guy's canceled as if it's a TV show and it's canceled. And, yes. and then we were all being funny. Like, seriously cancel people but like the word was a funny word so then it's so funny to be like a decade later and pe- people being like you shouldn't cancel a human and you're like i know it's not they didn't get this not, they didn't get, them, they didn't get canceled we're we're being smart unfortunately yeah maybe I, maybe this pod is where we talk about cancel culture and woke stuff what do you think of that i kind of like it uh Hanford seems not to have much to say about it. <laughs> Hanford, Hanford has frozen in a Zoom screen with a devious little grin. He looks like, he looks like a little stinker. Okay, hold on. Let's, <laughs> Let's text get him back. And we're back. You were, and we're back. But yeah, it is funny that like uh, woke is kind of like the word emo. Uh huh. Right. No one self applies. It's like nobody self applies, or it is sort of like embraced retroactively. Yeah, knowing well, it's, that it's, it's a prickly term, it feels like a term when when like a conservative politician says it, and he's like, "Oh, you know, uh, the woke crowd." It sounds like a parent saying a a slang word you used to use like two years ago. Yes, yeah, it's like the old uh, Taco Bell CEO saying they're on clique. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes, that was that's the best. Taco oh. Bell is now going to be completely on clique. <laughs> perfect, perfect, the best. <laughs> Isn't that like um what is that that account brands saying bay or something yeah. like that? Oh, I don't know. Yucca. All of these corporate um all these corporate accounts. Well, now it's like so normal for the Wendy's girl on Twitter to be like wreck me daddy. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like normal brand behavior now. <laughs> how about recommend yes. me a size for a frosty? I, how big are they? Uh, we recommend large. large. <laughs> cool lingo. Um, the one that grossed me out the most is there's one on Instagram. 
it's like it's not booking.com but let's say it's booking.com and it'll be it's like looks like a notes app post nonsense that's an eye-catching thing to do but for no reason it's just a notes app post and it says overheard at brunch Oh, I spent this much on my on my flight. Well, you could have saved this much if you used booking.com. And it was like they're trying to appeal to millennials, so they said overheard at brunch. And then it's like one millennial being a dick to another millennial. Like people at brunch talking about their flights and it's all written in notes up. It was like you guys are just mashing together as much as you can. I love when I see an ad. I can't think of a good one at the moment, but like when I see an ad uh, like a, a, a like a billboard ad that you just like don't understand. You, they they try to yeah, do yeah. such a a move, and you're like, I don't I don't know what the product is or what your take on it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, I assume you, you like you it. Blew it. You blew it. Because I want to get out there. I want to buy. Yeah, I mean, we have the gonorrhea alert billboards out here. Those are kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Sunset Junction always has like uh, an STI billboard. Did I just see one? Someone posted with like. It was like an iceberg. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't understand that. And it's like, it says in big, like, emergency letters, gonorrhea alert. And it's like, it circles the tip of the iceberg. It's so, it looks like a political cartoon where you're like, what am I supposed to glean from this billboard? Like, the ship is hitting the top of the iceberg, but there's much more underneath. But there's much more, don't you know? <laughs> hmm. Yeah, stay out of the water, I guess. All right. Is that it for shit, chat? It should be. Do you feel caught up with your boys? Yes. Yes, yes, but that leads me to want to talk about something called bip bip. Ooh. bop. It's booze news hit it. Digital techno. Digital techno. <laughs> Digital techno. Zero than one, zero than one. Digital Digital techno. Sounds like Muppets. Digital techno was sent to us by Paul Burgess. And if you have a booze news theme, email it to the sloppy boys podcast at gmail.com. Especially that last one where the unison is bad. Yeah. And and then he put all of us together. And then the the way how software is saying it, dude, is like, that that nice country music, like uh, bluegrass music in the back. That was, we had solicited that. We said it would be great if we had a song that was called Digital Techno, but it was analog acoustic instruments. Paul Burgess is on fucking fire this summer. The summer is heating up with Burgess. Oh, wait. Has, does he have other ones? <laughs> he did the string rendition oh, that of was Gardens of Gomorrah. It made me cry. Same Damn. thing, too. His melodies are most beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. He must He must, He must. must be doing this. He must be tracking this live. <laughs> yeah, he must be tracking Burgess, this. you're a pro. <laughs> He's a pro. Oh, Burgess, you're a natural. You're a stringed pro, my man. Here's how much I like Paul Burgess. I used to call him Paul Burgess. And then I asked him, is that a hard G? And he said, yes. Now I call him Paul Burgess. J and G. Hmm. Okay. G. I didn't know if it was J, G, or Burg- G. Burgess? G. Burgess? Well, I know one hard G he is. He's great. He's great at making those yeah. things. Mm-hmm. He's great. Thanks, thanks PG. Uh, thanks, PG. <laughs> and that theme really gets me excited to hear about the latest happenings in the world of booze. Well, Jeff, 
Yeah. It's hey, wait, nice. we just call him PG, but it's, it's <laughs> yeah, P- but he's great. P B. P B. Yeah, but that's confusing <laughs> we were... with peanut butter. Yep, yep. Well, he is silky smooth, but he's a little nuts. <laughs> he's nuts for nuts. I'll tell you that much. Can I get yeah. to the to the booze news? Um, please. As everybody knows, there, there's as summer has sprung and summer is hot 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 mm-hmm, and there's, right. there's the sloppy boys tracks are rolling out dutch tracks are rolling out temperature is heat heated up it's hot right now mike's grumpy because mm-hmm. he's ac is off over podcasting i'm trying to hold it together and i don't even think you can hear the ac when i do it i don't know you no, can you can a- you so very can tim continue <laughs> the listener can't it's because i have to take it out Oh shit! Okay, that's a lot of work on your oh, end. You're able to? Do you go frame by frame? No. Do you re-record? You redub Hanford? <laughs> yeah. Hi everybody. Hey everyone. <laughs> <laughs> that um that reminded me of a funny <laughs> thing uh, that I'll that I'll tell you guys off pod. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ooh. Hmm. Oh no! I'll I'll tell it I'll tell it on pod. And uh, I bleep all the names. Okay. I'll bleep every noun. Every proper noun. Mike, (laughs) I recently met and we were talking about you and he said how funny you were. And then we were talking about how distinct your comedic voice was. And then we were talking about, I I was, he was talking about how you guys wrote for together. And then he said, he said that there was a sketch where like was reading one of your sketches and was like, kind of had to almost do a Hanford impression because it was <laughs> yeah. like a Hanfordy character. Um, and then, and then I think said that after the fact that you wanted, you liked the sketch and you wanted to take it back. <laughs> yeah. It got, it got such a big laugh. I was like, I could do this. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I mean, I've done that. I've certainly done that. <laughs> I was like, I should save this for the Mike Hanford show. If that ever gets made. <laughs> um, I did that with, um, Keeping the, the beat? golf, the birthday boys golf sketch. No, um, no, golf sketch. But, oh, 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 oh. Uh, helpful tips. Help, helpful tips. I wrote that for Reggie Watts on Comedy Bang Bang, and then I said, hmm, "That's going in the back pocket oh. for Timmy." <laughs> I see. Um, that's a good one. Okay, let's get back on track. Um, I was talking about all that summary stuff because I was saying the most important thing to do on a sloppy boy summer is to track the drink of the summer, and uh, there's one that is has been rumored and it's been brewing you know we we ju- we've already been diving into a couple the pickle teeny and the oh. uh yeah what did we do before that was some, some couple some, contenders some, couple oh, contenders. i mean the lavender haze that's got to be lavender any, haze uh, sure part oh. of the discussion oh that was good ooh, ooh, ooh. Well, <laughs> that was good <laughs> <laughs> um listen to these headlines folks from better homes and gardens the Hugo Spritz is poised to become the drink of the summer. Here's why. Delish.com. Move over, Aperol. There's a new spritz in town. The Hugo Spritz is the drink of <laughs> 2023. Okay. Yahoo News. TikTok is saying the Hugo Spritz will be the cocktail of summer 2023. So T-Man looked into it. I've not seen this on any menus. I have not heard or had, but um, it's basically an Aperol Spritz, you know, this whole conversation of drink of the summer is because of Aperol spritzes in like 2017. Uh-huh. Um, and I think the media loves to like be like, what will be the, and hey, we're not guaranteed just, to get one every year. I was just going to say there, like this was never a thing before like the, internet no. So a lot of these predictions are just full of shit because it's like, 
some writer who's probably using AI anyway is just assigned to do a drink of the summer yeah. thing. And they're like writing it in February and they're like, whatever, but it's just people trying to come up with content and fill time. Tim, go ahead. Take your time. I'm not content until I make content. And, and, and you don't, hold on. You don't know it was done by AI. That's whole. we're getting a little, uh, no grim um, here. I said that though, because, um, there was recently an article about the birthday boys, uh, mm-hmm. Our sketch group, uh, and we were passing around. It was very nice. Somebody wrote that we were like the best sketch TV show of the oh, 20 yeah, for teens. Movie Web. Movie Web. And then <clears throat> I was like, oh, this, uh, this writer likes us. That's nice. And I clicked on the lady that wrote the article, and she had published like 400 articles this year. So <laughs> uh, uh, I'm like, she's, there's definitely an, an assist coming from uh, yeah. AI. Um, there's also people have sent me i don't know if you guys have this too but there's a very funny article about me on one of those generic like celebrities.com websites that's like tim kalpakis is an american comedy writer when he's not working on comedy bang bang and digman he enjoys spending time with his family he's five foot seven yeah (laughs) those are those websites that are like estimated net worth 5.5 5.5 million. <laughs> well, this was my 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 Sophie's choice was it said that I'm worth 17 million dollars, but it said that I'm five foot seven. So oh, hmm. I, I don't know. I should I want to come out and clarify that I'm six feet tall, but I don't want to show my actual net worth. Hmm. I want to leave that at 17 million. I'd say I'd say let it ride. Yeah. I mean let I guess I'd ride. rather be rich than tall, right? Yeah. Some some people who are tall are rich. LeBron, Don, Donald yeah. Trump, and if you're really rich, you can buy yourself some height. You know, yeah, big shoes. Um, big shoes. Can I please, for once, tell you guys what the Hugo Spritz is? I know I'm dying to. Know. We, can I? Can I guess? Yeah, it's from Hugo Weaving, villain in the Matrix films. I want to bring your little neck. For- <laughs> oh. Is it not? No, it's the only Hugo I know. It's from like the Hugo Hotel in Italy. Um, uh, it's basically, it's an Aperol, you know, there's all different spritzes now these days. Uh, but, yeah. uh, it's, it's like an Aperol spritz, but instead of Aperol St. Germain elderflower liqueur, which oh. we have because we did a drink with it. And, yeah. um, I would, so this I is like, it. it's less bitter than, than cause a lot of spritzes have, uh, bitters. In them. So this, this one is Aperol. supposed to be a little more sweet and bright but other other than that it's it's the prosecco and the and the fucking uh club soda um so you're gonna have a little bubble in there a little bubble will do you right this summer it's the hugo spritz is that what spritz means bubbly hey with an aperol spritz is there lemon in there or nah nah orange slice all right Mm. right right because i I, uh, my thing now is more spaghetti over aperol spritz I agree. And you're going to put a lemon in that. Let's put some lemon juice in there. And it's boozier. Have okay. we done Aperol Spritz on this show? Yes. Aperol Shits, yeah. Yes, right, right, right. Crap, Aperol Shits. Yeah, right. We had a uh, uh, <laughs> little thriller in... What's his, his cohort? <laughs> Dr. Benedicto. Uh, Dr. Dr. Benedicto had a, a ap, ap, Aperol Spritz. They, they yeah. had a song. Thank God we haven't heard from them in a while. Yeah. Oh, they suck. Or anyone like that. Yeah, I think uh, from what I heard through the grapevine is... Um, Putting those songs is, uh, together for them is difficult. <laughs> yeah. they, they take a little more time than they're willing to uh, give up. Sure. But well, who knows? Folks, that's what you just hear. Go back and listen to the Aperol Sprints episode if you want to hear their handiwork. 
It yeah, sucked. It, it takes more time than coming up with like a quiz if they were to do that sort or if they were to come up <laughs> yes, with yes, if yes, they yes, were yes, to yes. do that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> if they were to do that. Um, okay, that's great, Tim. I'm glad you had that news for us. Maybe we'll do it next week or in the weeks to follow. That's that would be rather interesting to me. I do like I do like doing this uh keeping going with these summery drinks in the summertime. I have a bit of booze news here. This is more of a, this actually should be a uh Mike eats his way through New York. <laughs> Tim edition, Mike edition. But so it's, uh, it's 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 uh, Count PK makes his way through the Midwest today, yeah, featuring today. Mike Hanford, featuring in Mike Han- Hanford in New York. But I didn't. But anyway, <laughs> I was at the restaurant Olmstead. I'm sure you've heard of it. Well, we've talked about Frederick. That's right. Uh, but it's a it's a fancy restaurant. It's by a guy who has a couple fancy restaurants. And I was walking by a couple Sundays ago, that this past Sunday, and I it's like five in the afternoon, six o'clock maybe. Mm, let's say seven because the sun started going down. And I see there's a little opening at the bar. It's a, uh, I said oh, I'm gonna try a little martini here, see what they got. So I slid in. The guy, uh, the bartender, I believe his name was Jack, English fellow, very nice guy. I said what? I said you know what? Make me what's what's a good drink? I, I've been drinking uh, whiskey lately. What's not a whiskey drink? Just mm. just make me like what's what's something exciting? Dealer's choice. Mm-hmm. I, I bet he goes gin. I bet he goes gin. Tim, you are right. He went gin, and he made something called a ramp. Now you know ramps the uh, the like the vegetable uh, the root yeah they're vegetable? like garlic yeah it's kinda? like an, it's like an onion like yeah onions. it's a little stronger onion flavor they're wild yeah they're, they're, they're it's a, like a little tiny bulb but it's on the end of these uh, I think actually in like Mar- uh, Mario Brothers two they could be throwing ramps around <gasps> oh my who god hey, who knows so he made it up for me and it was basically a he described it as a Gibson so it's gin dry vermouth and ramp brine. Ramp brine, oh. yeah, it's right. Because a Gibson, a Gibson a would have olive. the little pearl uh, onion. Yeah, yeah, yeah brilliant, brilliant. And so he makes it up for me. It's it's very cold. I'm excited about it. Skewered into it are two ramps, like like you would olives. And I said, oh, those aren't too appetizing looking. All right. So I take a sip and I said to myself, I do not like this drink. I do not like it. Mm. And he leaves. I'm, I'm sipping a little more, kind of seeing if it, I warm up to it. He walks back and he goes, how do you like the drink? And I said, Jack, I don't. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I said, I'm sorry to say. And I feel like you can do that at like a cocktail bar where they're like doing, like they're trying to do good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know he I mean? took a big swing. You said, give me anything on earth that's not whiskey. And he gave you an onion drink. Um, I Does it seem like a drink I would have loved was a stanky? It was stanky, but I just the the like the gin and the, it was too much onion. Like an onion drink wasn't for me. Hmm. Uh, and he said, he said, "Oh, I can make you something else." I said, "No, I, you know, I I ordered this. I'll drink it. I'm drinking it some more." He comes back. He's like, "Let me just make you something else," because uh, he could see I wasn't like downing this thing. So I said, "You know, what? just make me a gin, uh, dirty gin martini." He did, and it was excellent. There Great. You so I think uh, the lesson here for me, anyway was stick to what you know be afraid no No, it was when you go to a nice place and you're spending you know a big you know this is probably like an 18 dollars, 20 dollars drink i think it's okay to be like ah this isn't exactly what i want if it's a cheap bar i'm like eh, whatever they put way too much 
you know, something yeah, in the stream. I, mean, I think there, that also there, you were having a conversation with the guy and you're having mm-hmm. a shared experience and I, he wants you to be happy. If you were just like barking out your order at a busy bar and then sent it back, that's different. But yeah, right. he wants and it's another thing when you have a weird thing and then you don't end up liking it. Right. You're like, <laughs> right, make right. me make me this and put this in it. And then you're like, I don't yeah. like it. Well, like, well, don't fucking waste my time. He's well, I mean, this to... place was really, he was really busy. He's fine. You're like, I've fine. had too much whiskey. Whiskey. He's trying to give you a fun taste. And it's it's yeah. good to give your honest feedback and be like, hey, man, not for me. That's cool. It's, hey, Mike, this it's drink cool sucks to have shit and you're, you're an asshole. <laughs> you know, it really did take take some like, some like building it up for when he came back to be like, I actually don't like this. <laughs> and really I'm, I'm, I'm okay to say that. <laughs> and that's okay. It's time I say I don't like this. Remember, uh, so then he, uh, he, he brought me the martini. I drank half of that. And I was like, I don't like this one either. Make me a uh, whiskey sour. <laughs> I drank half. That. I was like, I don't like this either. Can you believe it? <laughs> I don't like the final <laughs> sip of any drink. Yeah. Um, remember on this very pod recently, we were, we were talking about what's in a skinny margarita. And yes. I said, I think that they have soda. And Jeff, you're like, no, it's just that it's light on the sugar. And and it was a vicious yeah. argument. I recently went to Casita del Campo, <laughs> ordered a skinny marg. It was just tequila and lime juice. I love that restaurant. Fun Ooh. place to go to. But this was undrinkably sour. And I didn't have the nerve to send Ooh. it back. I just choked mm. down. Um, you know what's weird you're drinking lime juice it's so sour in your mouth and it gets to your stomach and you're like oh it's still sour down there i just don't feel it anymore because it's within the stomach there's no er there's no nerve endings inside your stomach you see we don't have taste buds down there yeah god imagine if we had taste buds at the very end of the trail trail. At the very end of the trail. Yow! Yow! Oh, no, thank you. I'd it's be weird. a water, water diet only, please. You can't turn off taste buds. Huh? You have something in your mouth, you're going to taste it. You can't just not. That's right. It's not like eyelids that you close up your sight sense. That's yeah. true. Hey, did you ever do that flavor tripping thing? Mike, you and I did it once. Uh, what was that again? There's a berry in nature. And then um, you can buy pills that have this berry in it. And it changes your taste buds. You've probably heard of this. So it's yeah, like yeah. You, people have these parties and it's like you, so you, you eat these berries or these pills and then you try different foods and they just taste different. Like a lemon will taste really sweet. Like you can just eat a lemon or yeah. cheese will taste really different. Oh it, yeah, that's interesting. It just, it just remaps like the coordinates of your tongue. So you, you kind of experience new tastes. That's weird. I like that. Sounds yeah, like an yeah. episode of the Sloppy Boys Blowout on Patreon. Sure does. Ooh, interesting. A cheese that tastes like lemon, folks. Do you want to listen to us talk about that? <laughs> that that will be good, but we can't eat on the mic. Oh, no, we'll eat on the mic. No, they hate it. Really? <laughs> yes. All right. Is that it for booze news? Hmm. Wrap it up. <laughs> well, well. Today we are talking about a drink. <clears throat> Very, I've very summery sounding, very summery mm, flavored. Mm. It's a drink called the Rum Runner. I like that name. What do you think? The name? It's fine. Have you had or heard? Uh, I've heard. Mm. I've heard of it for a, a long time. <laughs> <laughs> a long, oh, long yes. time. Mm, the Rum Runner. I Tonga Hut. Haven't thought oh, of that. Yeah, it's, it is I might have tea- actually had one. I might have actually had hey, one. Hey, nice. <laughs> it's. It's I share nature. the sentiment where I, I've never had, but I've not just heard. 
I feel like when I was a kid, you're like, oh, I'll be drinking Bahama Mamas and Rum Runners all the time. And yeah, Rum yeah. Runners, I feel like I don't actually see it on a lot of menus, but it feels like this classic, like, yeah, I like bet a it had Jimmy a Buffett in like in like '92 or something. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I lo- I love the name. It's a very appealing name, and when I look at pictures of the drink, I'm like, why haven't I had that? It, it's I'm disappointed in adulthood that it hasn't delivered these to me. Ooh, well, today's your lucky day. Here today, we are doing the Rum Runner. Let me tell you a little about the history. Uh, so this in the '50s. There was uh, a bar, a tiki bar called the Holiday Isle Tiki Bar in, let me see if I can pronounce this, Isla, Isla Mud, <laughs> Jeff, edit this, <laughs> Isla Marota in the Florida Keys. Oh, Isla? Is, is, Isla. Isla Marota, okay, I, that makes more sense. Um, <laughs> and god damn, I lost my all my fucking... Tabs? Where I was with this. Oh. No, I did. Yeah, and I just opened it up, and <laughs> no. now I can't find the fucking guy's name. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, John Elber. He was the uh, the bartender at this uh, uh, Holiday Isle Tiki Bar, and what happened was he had way too much rum for some reason, and yep. he had to like use all his rum before the next inventory came in. Tale as old as time. Just so he didn't. Which is also like, wh- why can't you just have a lot of rum? Anyway, so he made this drink that is like two types of rum. And he uh, whipped it up and called it the Rum Runner, named after the Prohibition era of people in boats, people in boats, rum running from the uh, Caribbean. Interesting. Yeah, because yeah. I always think of like bootleggers as like guys in cars and like loading them in the trunks and yeah, yeah. And when you say Rum Runner, I, I picture like pirate era. Yeah, 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 yeah. More so than like prohibitions. Guys, Rum Runners. Rum smugglers, this is the Sloppy Boys movie. We're on like, yeah. like speed boats and jet skis right. and we're the rum runners. Right. Damn. On the way, on the way to steal the recipe from the Carthusian monks for chartreuse. <laughs> yes. Yes. The ultimate rum run is to get <laughs> chartreuse from... Now, yes, yes. France, 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 <laughs> France, there. France you see. <laughs> from that spot so this uh, this always conjures up the well we'll talk about that in a second let me let me tell you what the recipe is here please and the recipe varies it's one of these drinks where it's like you can make it this way or many different variations on it so this is the one we're taking from liquor.com one ounce light rum great one ounce navy strength rum oh boy which other <laughs> other uh other uh, recipes just say dark rum one ounce banana liqueur, which I've never had before. Half ounce blackberry liqueur, such as your creme de mort or your yes. uh, creme de cassis. Mm. Or your, what's the one you like, Jeff? Chambord. Chambord. But creme, creme de mort, it was the bramble ramble one. That's fun. That's right. Uh, two ounces joie de pineapple. <laughs> pineapple. That's two ounces of that. One ounce joie de lime, freshly squeezed. Lime. Go ahead. Half ounce grenadine, garnished with a brandied cherry, uh, skewered into a um, pineapple wedge. Wow. If you like, I only have the cherry, I didn't get a pineapple. So this is going to be a big, fun summer drink. We're going to look cool. Put it in a, uh, yeah, put it in a uh, uh, a uh, hurricane. hurricane glass if you can. Oh, yeah. So the oh, steps yeah. are, add the light rum, navy strength rum, banana liqueur, blackberry liqueur, Pineapple juice, lime juice, and grenadine into a shaker with ice and shake until well chilled. Couldn't they have just said all the liquids? Yeah. Strain into a hur- hurricane glass filled with crushed ice. That's interesting. Garnish Beautiful. with a skewered brandy cherry and pineapple wedge. Now, 
This sounds great. I can't wait to drink this. This uh, The pictures of it, yes, Tim, they do look divine. Mm-hmm. This term rum runner, and maybe this is because there was a movie called The Rum Diaries, which is about Hunter S. Thompson, or was it by Hunter S. Thompson? It reminds me of like a guy like Hunter S. Thompson in the 60s, like scooting around in a speedboat uh, running rum somewhere. This is going to be me on my sailboat uh, in July. Running rum somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, it's like that type of, type of guy. Like a guy like, I got to get out of here. Get oh, the yeah. barrels. Or like throw him out. As he's, as he's leaving the dock, you throw him to him. Get me out of here. Yeah, that's fun. I yeah. wish I had a, a whole barrel. That would be a good uh, way to spend a summer. You get a barrel of rum at the beginning. It's got five, <laughs> four X's on it, you know, and you're like, yeah. I'm going to drink this over the course of the summer. And then and Labor Day comes, bone dry. And you're like, hey, maybe I'll make some friends along the way to help me drink it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Want to come over to my house? I have half a barrel of rum left. <laughs> help me work on this barrel. Donk, donk. Labor Day comes, you right as you get your last scuff on your white shoes, you look at that big barrel, empty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the barbecue. <laughs> to throw the barrel and these shoes into the ocean. <laughs> um, now, I have overproof rum that's like 120 mm-hmm. something proof that looks very much like something a Navy guy would drink, but it's still white rum and it's it's yeah. not dark rum. Should I be? It's the one I have. I have. It's Ray and Nephew, right? Like with a Ray with a W? Yeah. Yeah, I have that stuff. Yeah, that's. I think it's. I think it's up to you because because like like I said, some of the um the other recipes were like. Dark rum. Some were just like orange juice, rum, and yeah. lime juice. Rum some runner like recipes are all over. The, this is like very yeah. much an unofficial uh, drink. And, Not on the IBA, sure. by the way. But I looked up Navy strength rum, and it, that is like a certain distinction that's like higher mm. proof. Mm-hmm. But the stuff that we have, the Ray and Nephew, is even higher proof than that. Jeez. Normally, I would go with that, but I prefer the taste of dark. So if Mike's saying I can go Myers. I think I might just do that. I did see Myers specifically in one of the recipes somewhere. Um, and the main one we're going from is liquor.com, right? And it, yeah. ju- it just said Navy strength. Okay. Well, I'm going to make a game time decision. And um, we, I mean, we could talk about banana liqueurs, but maybe we do that while we're sipping, huh? Yeah. Why don't we do that after the break? If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The Sloppy Boys is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey folks, Mike Hanford from The Sloppy Boys here. And I wanted to ask you, do you ever have this feeling like you got to get something off your chest? You know, you're walking around with something and you get, I just got to tell someone this. I just got to fix this thing. It happens to us all. We all carry around these different stressors, big and small. That's just how it is. But when we keep bottling it up, it can start to affect us negatively and that's not good. But therapy is here to help. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work on whatever's weighing you down. Now look, you know me, I've been to therapy, I'm the therapy guy, I love it. And I gotta say, it does help when you go in there and talk to the therapist and say, you know what, my two co-hosts piss me off on a daily basis, I've got, it's weighing me down, what am I gonna do? That of course is a joke example, but you get what I'm saying. You can tell the therapist what you're feeling and they'll help you learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Now listen to this. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. That's right, you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. That's pretty good. So folks... Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SloppyBoys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SloppyBoys. Go in there, talk to somebody, get it off your chest, have a great time. What a fiasco. Yeah, J-Man, you took a long time. What was going on? I had to juice, I had to juice lime. You have, a, you have a dark black iced coffee looking drink. Yeah, yeah I, I, got, I got a dark uh, looking thing too. They're all sort of brown. Did you guys huh? use Rose's Grenadine or did you use uh, like fancy Grenadine? Uh, roses. I used Luxardo Goo. Yeah. Oh, that's why Jeff's is dark. Um, I, I finished off my roses and I was like, that's something you never see. Finishing the end of Rose's <laughs> Grenadine. <laughs> God damn. Um, can I tell you what I did for my rum? <laughs> oh. Yes. Okay. <laughs> of course I used an ounce of Bacardi White. That much is certain. Well, it's your favorite liquor brand uh, logo, as we learned on the uh, Patreon last week. The bat. But for my second rum, I, I was looking at my Myers, right? And then my eyes would creep over to the Ray and Nephew and then back to the Myers. <laughs> and I said, you know what? Half an ounce in each. Smart. Wow. Wow. I hey, used, when you go uh, in tiki, you just mix up the rums, a bunch of rums. Who gives a three fuck? rums, best of both worlds. I best did uh, three I worlds. had that Smith and Cross, which is a navy strength I just read. No shit. Yeah. 
Oh, well, fuck. You I, know what? I, I forgot did... to crush the ice. I just put ice cubes. Yeah. It's Michael. I know. I have a bag of crushed ice in my fridge. What a luxury. That is luxurious. <laughs> well, do we sip? Let's sip. Yes. Sips. Ooh. Mm. Yeah, wow. that's... That's great. Yeah, it's got all the makings of a a sweet boy, sloppy boys <laughs> winner. It's but it's got that tiki thing. Multiple rums always multiple rums, mm-hmm. rums and lime makes you feel like you're at a tiki bar. It's like right. that's that yeah. taste. You know what's you know what's uh don't isn't there a lot of like nutmeg a lot of the times in Yeah. In yeah. tiki drinks. D- on the beachcomber and stuff. I always feel like that's the thing I'm like tasting. But we obviously don't have it in here, and I feel like I'm tasting that here. So I think it's just mixing rums gives you that Dark taste. Dark rums, especially. Anyway. Yeah. Why is it any two rums on earth gives you this taste? I mean, this tastes like I, I my tiki palate isn't so uh, tuned like you guys. But this just tastes like every other tiki drink I get. Look, I'm a tiki freaky, and and I agree. Half the time I'm sipping it and just being like, yep, that's tiki. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Ooh, this is good. Mm-hmm. Um, one time I was sitting at, uh, the Tiki T next to some guy, <clears throat> guy who's like maybe like 10, 15 years older than me and, and was like really talking a lot. Like I used to come here back in college, love this place, but I haven't been here in a long time, but I love this place. I, I, I love all these drinks. Oh, this is so good. And then he was making such a big show. Some, some like newbie was like, Hey, wh- what do you, what should I get? What do you, would you recommend? And he goes, it's all just rum and fruit punch. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's why some of these recipes are just like a rum and some juices, and yeah. you're fine. You start with the rum and lime, and then you do one one thing weird. <laughs> yep. I gotta say, I took Pineapple. a little sip of that banana liqueur. Oh yeah. I was, I was gonna say liquor, but then I switched the last second to say liqueur. Uh, that's good. I wish like, I, I. What think, brand? Uh, I should put more. Would you go for Allen's? <laughs> huh? You know, Allen's? Because I, us- I usually get, uh, what is it? I usually get Lloyd's, I think it's called, or Lloyd. You got all sorts of weird brands out there. All we had is, uh, we got the Giffords, the uh, creme de banana. Well, ooh. And then, Wait, uh, there's fancy ones. I've, I'm looking at, I Googled like Fugit. Uh, wait, is, is, did the recipe said Giffard, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jeff, what are we drinking? Hiram Walker? Yeah. Oh, I remember 99 bananas from high school. Yeah, I didn't know that was a liqueur. I thought that was like a, a banana flavored. Uh, right, because uh, it's 99 b- proof, vodka. right? Isn't it? Is it? Wow. Why would you have a high proof thing that tastes like bananas? That's so nasty. Oh, it is. I remember in high school, I remember drinking this straight from the bottle to the point <laughs> where it started to taste good and it didn't even burn anymore. To Yikes. the dome? To the dome. This guy's going dome. But. I've had some really good banana cocktails recently. You know, uh, Pinkies has a banana old fashioned uh, in Los Feliz, and that's good in it. Oh yeah, Over, I feel uh, like I have that. Low Boy in uh, Echo Park. I forget mm. what it was called, but I ordered this. I wish mm. there were more drinks like this, where it was like a banana drink, and I thought I was going to get some big milkshakey thing, but it was like a stiff little Manhattan, like a dark mm. brown drink in a cocktail glass, really stiff and not sweet at all, but made with some fancy French banana liqueur, and I loved it. I'm very curious what uh, what this banana liqueur has in store for my mixing and matching in the future. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Our, our Hiram Walker tastes like, I mean, all that Hiram Walker is basically 
some sort of alcohol with sweetener and artificial flavoring in it, right? They can't I be like so. that. Can't actually be derived They're from any fruit. They're not mashing up nainers, <laughs> no. squeezed bananas. Mike, I would say use that like triple sec or you know yeah. any sour, right? You do two ounces of any liquor, one ounce uh-huh. of any citrus, and one ounce of this and some some of the sweet. If your sweet thing is banana mm. liqueur, that'll yes. be fun for you. Oh, that'll be very fun for me. Yeah, <laughs> you just make I, I feel like, some. I feel like mixes. I'm a. I feel like I'm a monkey. I feel like this is a good Donkey Stop. Kong drink. Stop! Oh yeah. The yeah, barrel. Yeah, yeah. The barrel is the rum. The uh, yep. banana is the banana. Obviously. Is that what that that video game was all about? Him making rum runners for. He was trying to serve them to Mario. Yep. Um. Oh Mario. <laughs> <laughs> and Luigi, unseen. Luigi's. Luigi was always just Unse- off screen yeah, he, in that game. Saying, go, get one of those drinks for me too, brother. Hey, was I yapping <laughs> my trap about this on pod or off where I haven't read and I refuse to Google, but I've heard this thing about banana flavor. Have, have we talked about this? Yeah, uh, but go on, that it's fake. Well, that, that, that it's based on an extinct banana. Yeah, the, the, this this flavor we're getting from this banana liqueur or if you eat runts and you pick out the big yellow banana you bite it you're like that doesn't taste like the bananas that we eat and i always assumed it was just bad flavoring but no people say that when flavorists in the 1950s the original era when they were coming up with like red 40 and all our forefathers the banana flavor they came up with was based on a previous species of banana that no longer exists and that bananas used to taste like this liqueur and they mm-hmm. don't anymore, but we still use the liqueur. Interesting. One of these days, I'm going to Google it. It's the it's the flavor that kind of you know the runts candy. That's mm-hmm. what he said. Oh, I was looking up <laughs> grimace. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking up grimace. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because <laughs> because uh, you know how like uh, the toad is 32. We were talking about <laughs> we were talking about Mario at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toad is 32. You know, Grimace just had a birthday that was like a big uh-huh. internet-y thing. Mm-hmm. I thought he was 32, but I just looked it up. Grimace is 52. <laughs> 52. <laughs> and I didn't know <laughs> Grimace is a taste bud. <laughs> That's what Grimace is? That's his species? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Let me just check this. Let me, let me double-cross this. What is... Oh, there's oh the Grimace shake is probably the thing they're doing. What is Grimace? <laughs> What is Grimace? What is Grimace? He used to be a monster. They used to treat him like a monster, and they turned good. Mm-hmm. Uh, a manager of McDonald's Canada revealed the answer to the Golden Arch's biggest mystery, telling CB- CBC News that Grimace is an enormous taste bud, but a taste bud nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Say no more. He's an enormous taste bud, but a taste bud nonetheless. <laughs> Okay, that's so funny. Nonetheless, he's a fucking taste bud. He's purple. I bet they tried pink, and they were like, "This guy looks weird." Fifty-two. So says the net. Reminds me of a certain number of cards. (laughs) A certain Uh, one. A certain one of those. Ooh, this drink is good. This drink is fucking great. Put this in a pineapple. A bunch of a bunch of juices and a bunch of rums. You're gonna have fun, guys. Listen to this. I just got a. A text live on the pod. 
and you can help me respond to this. Remember how I have a a bit of a reputation as being a very good Airbnb guest. I've talked about my, I think Mm -hmm. I bragged on Instagram about Mike. My my praises have been sung all over Upstudent. This is an unreliable narrator situation yeah. we're getting. Into. <laughs> yeah, I think so. You find it like, like, well, Tim was insane while he was saying this. So he's a bit yeah. of a Holden Caulfield at the moment. Oh, I was just going to say Holden Caulfield Jr. Go ahead. All the way up and down upstate New York. I've stayed at all the Airbnbs, mm. ransacked them all, but I had all <laughs> kinds of good reviews. But remember on this very pod, I got into, I told you guys about my run-in with Liz. <laughs> Yes. An Airbnb over, host. Over a dishwasher, among she other things. She didn't like the way Yeah, you she thought I broke the dishwasher and I was like, Liz, explain to me what you think I did. Like, do you think I broke? Why would someone break a dishwasher? And she's like, I don't know. It looks all bent up. I'm like, I put dishes in it. You're like, like I don't. <laughs> did she have a problem, too, with you moving chairs from room to room? She was mad that what chair from the vinyl room had been moved into the into the the TV room. She was mad, and then she had a legit. There was like one or two legit things. Like I, I she said I put too much stuff in the washer and it shorted out. But shorted out, you go in the other room, you flip the switch. I don't know. I fought. I I talked her down from three hundred fifty bucks to seventy five bucks. I told her, Liz, big talk down. I said, you have a beautiful home. I'd like to stay there again. So she was like, okay. <laughs> Ooh, Mr. Galagas. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. I've got a little of a conundrum right now for my Airbnb etiquette. I'm going on a trip to, to, to I'm going back home and I'm going to stay on a sailboat docked in a marina. That's cool. It's not, it's, I'm not allowed to take it out. Nor do I remember how. I, I got my certification three years ago and for, <laughs> forgot. Tim was like riding um, a bike. Just start that engine. It'll all come flowing back to you. The wind no is the engine, my boy. <laughs> it's a sailboat. Jeff. The whole reason it's hard is that there's no engine. Oh, if there oh, was yeah, an engine, oh, yeah. I'd be fucking joyriding. Um, I'm doing a pontoon boat later this summer in Idaho, though. But back to what I was saying. Nice. So I'm staying at the sailboat. And... Um, I um I put it down as one guest because I was like it, for this weekend it's just going to be me staying there. But then I was like, you know, there's a second in the cabin. There is two rooms, so I could have family join. You know, my brother and sister live around there. My my parents are around. I might have people yeah, stay with me. Sure. But and you make friends so fast, right? But the the but the. <laughs> The guy, this also, this sounds like a long setup to a parody song. It's not. This is me talking about <laughs> this is vacation. Real. This is a real um, text. I just got a, I, I, you know how you request on Airbnb and then you have to be approved by the host. I put it in as one guest and then the guy wrote back and said, hey, Tim, how many guests are going to be staying there? And now I'm one, I'm like, ooh, do I. Build one in. If I. Well, I just want to, but he's going to charge me more. It's a hundred dollars per guest. So I'm like. Let's say I'm just being nice and my parents stay there one night. I'm not going to tell this guy about it, right? I should just say one guest. Mm-hmm. And if this, do you think this guy's going to be watching me like a hawk and he's going to say, Donna and David Kalpakis arrived and then didn't leave till the next morning? You know? Well, <sighs> it, it, here's what you I want to keep my rating back. high. I want to keep, I want to be a, uh, an upstanding citizen. As a yeah. Thing. You say, answer me this. Are you going to be in a vessel right in the next slip? He'll know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, no, I think what you do, I don't know what you do, but but uh, Airbnb is is like cracking down on stuff. I think they're even putting like decimal detectors in houses. Decimal detectors. Certain, if you bring it, oh, like, if it's if it's like a party. 
Oh, decibel. Oh, holy what did I shit. Say decimal? Yeah, decibel. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've had a little too many sips of my banana drink. I also, oh, and to clarify, I've had too many sips of my banana drink too. I, I really am intending probably to have my family stay there. Like, I already told my family, like, Hey guys, I'm getting this boat and it has a spare bedroom, so so you know uh, it's open to you guys to stay. But but now I'm just thinking, is this fucker going to be watching me? He did. Well, you could say this. You could say, uh, I will. I do have family in town, and there was an option for one or two of them to stay over. Is that allowed? Will that be an extra charge? Let me know, because if so, I will have not have them on. Right, right. Hmm. But doesn't that sound conspicuous? Now he's going to make sure he watches me like a hawk. Perhaps, but that but you may just get the exact answer you want. Here's what I'm I'm thinking of saying. I'm going to respond and just say, "Blow it out your ass." There nice, you go. Tim. Nice. It's, it's better to ask forgiveness than permission. The court of public opinion is behind you. Nobody likes yeah. Airbnb anymore. It's on its right. way out. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, True. we're all verbo. We're all verboing. <laughs> Everybody's verboing. <laughs> Do the verbo. Everybody verbo this summer. Yeah. Okay, it's decided. I'm going to say one guest. I'm going to torch the boat, sink it, and then I'm going to do verbo in the fall. Man. Sleep- Have you ever slept on a boat? No, I'm excited it's to. wonderful. I might, my parents have a boat docked somewhere, and sometimes I'll just, I'll, when I visit them, we just kind of hang out at the dock on the boat, and I'll go into a little cubby hole and sleep on it. Oh yeah, it's nice. it just it or you no. Know, sometimes we'll go out into like the middle of a lake, you know, and uh, it puts you rocks you right to sleep. You find it calming, not sickening, right? Mm. Well, it's a lake, so it's not like uh, tidal waves or anything. This is like a river. It's a creek. It's Rondo Creek, just off of the Hudson River. And I'm thinking um, that I sleep with white noise, and lots of times lapping water is what I sleep with. So I'm hoping that. It'll be as if I've shrunk down and gone inside my phone where the white noise now, is. Now, do you? <laughs> that'll be nice. Ooh, that'll be fun. You'll have dreams. Do you guys? Do you guys do white less noise? Less than an ant. Less than. Oh well, here's what I've done before. I think I've mentioned this on on pod. Uh, I'll go on YouTube and find creaky ship noise. <laughs> uh, yeah. Pirate ship noise. You get the ropes going, like, like rope tensing a little. Yeah. And I think I said this last time, but I think there was one where you did hear, like, in the other room, like, accordion music and, like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> but I, but that, I may have scary. been just, like, imagining that. Um, YouTube has some really fun ones. I've done, like, um, like visual ones, like um, space bedroom. And you're, like, sitting in a spaceship and you're seeing mm. stars go by. And it's oh, like, that's cool. And there's lots of those. But what's weird is I mainly just listen to Spotify on my phone and lots of the white noise on Spotify, the, the, the tracks are only 90 seconds long. So you get 90 seconds and then a silence in the next track. Yeah. And that does wait. Like silence sometimes does wake you up. Wow. It does. Uh, How freaky so is I that? found one counter. There's one called like best white noise podcast. Hey, good news, guys. I didn't even message the boat guy back and he just confirmed my reservation. So I'm not going to. His loss. <laughs> Hope he's not a listener. Oh, everybody's Ooh. a listener these days. Now, Tim, when you uh, you're staying up there on the a creek that's an offshoot of the Hudson River, are you going to when you come down to New York just set sail down the Hudson? I think so. I'm going to cut it loose. This guy said I can't, but what's he going to do? Oh man, Jeff, you are going to get a fucking 
trashed voicemail from a voice memo <laughs> on the next uh, booze news. Yeah, dude. Not even a FaceTime? No, no, I'm saying for like a booze, like, hey, this is Mike and Tim. We're here in New York City. Oh, ah, my God. That's we good. haven't even left the apartment yet. Ah, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's crazy in here. These New York apartments are huge, man. <laughs> we spilled everything. <laughs> it's like, did you guys leave the apartment at all the whole weekend? No, we couldn't find Didn't the Didn't need to. We had booze and we had uh, we had all the streamers we could handle, man. <laughs> we burned our butts on the radiator. <laughs> God, maybe they maybe they keep the radio. Oh my, see Jeff. Sorry, my uh, AC is still on. I turned it on. Oh damn! You won't even notice. Yes, I will. Nobody. Well, you might, but no one listens that close. <laughs> Plus, they might like it. They might hear and go, "Ooh, I'm starting to feel a little chill." Yeah, they might like it. Yeah. I know some people, they listen really loud because they want to catch all the jokes. Well, hey, don't worry about the jokes. <laughs> anybody anybody use these bamboo skewers? No, you know what I use, Jeff? One of the one of the stirrers you, uh, oh. you, you took from that tiki restaurant. Superpower. Yeah. Superpower, yeah. I'll tell you what, I like these little bamboo guys and you can get them in like giant packs pretty cheap. Mm. But then I feel like sometimes I get a little bamboo splinter. Yeah. You ever get that? They're like little oh, fine yeah. hairs, mm-hmm. but ooh, I I don't spend too much time with those things in my mouth. No, but just uh, you know, you're eating a cherry off it. You're want you know, yeah, waving yeah. it around. Those things really came into fashion in the last like 15 years. Yeah, but you get a little splinter in your neck, or uh, or even yeah. deeper down. <gasps> <laughs> Oof! Think of the damage it could cause. Yeah, especially at the end of the trail. Oh. It has a it has a totally safe journey and then right on the way out, tweak. <laughs> Ow! I gotta go to the doctor. Hmm. Would you change anything about the drink? Nope. Not a damn no, thing. No, I mean it's weird because in one sense you could change everything about the drink. It'd be good in other <laughs> yeah. ways, or change nothing. Like this is fantastic, but I don't even. Yeah, I feel like looking around a little bit online, like these rum runners are all over the place. It's just a bunch of rum, bunch of juice, glug, glug, get drunk. Yeah. I was going to say maybe more more banana, but I'm getting enough banana in this thing. Yeah. I will I will say that's that's the one thing from other tiki drinks that I've had that feels like a little different taste is the banana. Do you guys sure. feel like you're getting blackberry at all? No. Is the drink giving <laughs> blackberry? Not really. Is it giving it's blackberry? It's giving banana big time. When I think hard, I can maybe detect a little bitterness from the creme de more, and that's about it. Yeah. No. You can't even detect it. It's it's only the color that's making me think of the blackberry. I kind of even forgot it was in there. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You just took a very pious sip. Wow. <laughs> this is great. I love it. Now, yeah. I do wish, though, that like the tiki drinks were a little more distinct because it, it's true. They all taste the same. They're all rum and lime and pineapple, whatever. But we have a cocktail podcast. Yeah. And we should be able to look back and like, you know, we can say, oh, the View Carré. Yeah, I remember that. What a drink. Oh, the Trinidad Sour. Yeah, that was a really good one. How come with tiki drinks, there's just so, so many and they are so similar? It's too bad. I feel like. I, I feel, feel like, like tiki names, drinks I feel are like it's named like, first. <laughs> yeah. It's named first and they're like, uh, rums. Yes. And a lot of times there's just an explainer where you're like, what's the painkiller? And you're like, oh, it's kind of like a pina colada. You're like, okay, I'll have that. And, and I feel <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah, right. they, it almost reminds me of Led Zeppelin songs where a lot of the time 
you read a, the track list of a Led Zeppelin album, you're like, what song is that again? What song is that again? Yeah. You listen, you're like, oh, yeah, no, that's what I just thought you about. You got to name the song the chorus. I just, yeah. I just thought of a great uh, drink that I'm going to make and we'll do it on the podcast. It's creme, this creme de cassis that's really purpley, the vodka and Mountain Dew. And it's that called Grimace Piss. There you go. That's good. Because you're combining purple and yellow five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> grimace Piss. This is great. Let's do it on the pod. Let's give me a Grimace Piss. <laughs> drink of the summer. Could it be? Could we do a drink? It could be Grimace Piss or anything else. It should we be kind possessive. Of like, Grimace's Piss. Grimace's Piss. I like to think of it as like Grimace is a species out there. Oh, it's okay. Like, it's Grimace like, piss. Like it's yeah. Sasquatch piss. Yeah. Right. You know, taste bud piss. <laughs> uh, we should maybe do a drink sometime where we, <clears throat> excuse me, get the ingredients we think would go together and like play around with it a little bit on the podcast and be like, okay, let's all put uh, an ounce in ooh. of whatever. Try that. And like, ooh, this is too much of this. Let's put another ounce of something else in. Mike, and live kind of, test kitchen on the pod? <gasps> that would be cool. Oh, shit. I like the sound of that. Is that a blowout? Maybe we should be Twitch streamers. Mm. That could be my fish oil experiment. Not fish oil. Fish. Eel sauce. Eel oh, right. Sauce. <laughs> fish, fish oil. oil. Have you ever had fish oil? Like those little... Uh, no. The gel pills? cap things? I remember uh, uh, somebody suggested to me, I was like, I'll give it a try. And I bought those things and I had it for like... <laughs> Once a day for a week, and I was like, what am I doing? This they, is so gross. They smell inside the gel cap. They still manage <laughs> to smell. Fish oil. Mm. All right. I wouldn't change a damn thing, but I am going to maybe like top up with a little something just to get a, more, a little more life out of this drink. Mm. I got quite a bit more left. Yeah. I didn't have a hurricane glass. I had one of these big like beer stein type things. Yeah, but it's got a nice sexy curve to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, folks, let's take a little break. And when we come back, final thoughts. Ooh. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. And we're back with our final thoughts on the Rum Runner. I love it. It's a stone cold classic. It's an order again. This thing is fire. <laughs> I'm going to say it is fire and it is a stone cold classic because we've heard about it for so long and it's delivered. Yeah, you know what? I'll echo your sentiments, but I don't think it's fire. I think it's slay. Mm. But you stand. <laughs> but I do stand. Don't you yeah, feel like you stand? <laughs> Stand in the place where you drink. Okay, but seriously, folks, <laughs> we good. put up rules and walls around what is tiki, what isn't. Is it Don the Beachcomber? Is it Trader Vic or whatever? Here's a rando drink from, what'd you say, Mike? Isla Morada, 1950s Florida. It's just mm-hmm. as good as anything I've had at the most elite tiki bar with $24 drinks. This is fucking great. But Slopheads, the takeaway is don't even make rum runners, just do multiple rums lime and anything else and that's how you have fun (laughs) just get your favorite flavor and find the liqueur for it and you're all and 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 this was you know this is a distracting drink because you're like oh there's pineapple and stuff like that but really we're talking about banana was the active ingredient here if we're talking like multiple rums lime and something the something Mm -hmm. here was banana not the not the creme de moore no right ramble ramble fame the bread the banana was the the host and everyone yeah. else was the guest. <laughs> the The name of the guy was John. I, li- I like to think that uh, Phil Hartman was the glue. Don't you think that yes. Phil Hartman was the glue, the glue of that of that era of SNL? Yes, sure. right. Uh, John, I just want to say, but Elmer is the glue. John Elber, but yes, Elmer's is yes, good, good, yeah, good. very good, very good. Yes, oh. they really make glue from horses. <laughs> Uh, I hope so. Yeah, and that's funny that the Elmer's glue has a cow on it. Horses I say agree. nay. Horses <laughs> Cows say go, nay, not moo. Hey, you're supposed to be saying nay, not moo. <laughs> uh, yes, they make it out of horses, I think. I don't know. No one's ever really gave me a straight answer on that. That's our show. Follow us on social media at The Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. And hey, if you can't get enough of the boys, head on over to patreon.com slash the sloppy boys and uh, throw down five bucks. Why not? You get a whole nother show. Throw down ten. Yeah, or ten. You get three shows. You get three shows. Throw down a hundred and get three shows. And and get a little... Get into the sty. (laughs) Be a sty guy or gal. Good episode, dudes. It's yeah. a good drink. I'm gonna make more of these. Me, Me too. too. Really good. Me too. And folks, send us your rum runner. How do you run? 
How do you how do you run rum? <laughs> yeah, where do you run it to? Run Ronnie Run. Bye folks.